Warning, this episode of Second Time Around contains adult content and is not suitable for fans under 18. Although Fandom City shows are often marked explicit, this show contains graphic language and content regarding sex, sexual relationships, drugs, and alcohol use. If any of those subjects concern you as a listener, please use caution while listening. lovers welcome to fandom city second time around the podcast series where we chat and reminisce about tv shows that were so great we had to watch them on what leona second time around i keep doing it different every time you know you've you seen that different every, every single time, time. <laughs> can't commit it's good though i love it <laughs> okay so we're back with our next installment of sex in the city but before we get too deep in depth with the ladies from new york Let's introduce ourselves. I am T, the sheriff, fan, <laughs> Phantom City. I, That's okay. I totally didn't know what to say. Right. And I am your alderman, Leona X. See, maybe if I had a cool name like alderman, it would like click. I, don't I know. just got like, over. Who shot the sheriff? Right. I don't know. I love that I finally got over calling myself Alderman Davis, though. Like, I really feel like that's the entire title. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I remember it, though, to be honest. <laughs> um, okay. So we are going to be finished out our discussion of uh, season three. So we're doing the back end of season three. And we're just, we just want to warn everybody. Um, we are not enamored of this season at all. <laughs> um, and there's a few reasons why we're going to do this one a little bit the same as last week, but a little bit different because we have some discussion we want to have about Carrie and her shenanigans, which we are kind of tired of. So without further ado, uh, Leona, go ahead and start us off. All right. Hey. So let's just jump into it. Um, What's going on with the girls? What's up, y'all? Carrie. I said it like that. Problem? <laughs> this season, Carrie, you know, well, this part of the season, she's continuing her lovely affair with Big. Um, She's going to get dumped by Aiden good she's gonna go to la because someone wants to develop a movie about her columns and at some point she teaches a class on how to find a man because carrie is the one you need to hear that <laughs> she's like she's like the grand wizard of how to find a man i don't know um samantha her new apartment is great she gets an aids test and when we talk about that that was quite interesting you know like <laughs> I feel, by the way, I feel like TV, I love that TV doesn't talk as much about Ace Test. When I say I love that, I don't really. Um, it's kind of interesting that it's not really a big mm-hmm. thing. But the 90s it was. And it was, it was, it felt like, wait, mm-hmm. it hasn't gone away. You know what I mean? I, I get, I don't know. Right. It almost, it almost feels like now people are like, well, it's not a big deal. Right. But it, it, it people is. People have learned it to live is. with it. So we get, you know? Right. So it makes you wonder if. Now people are going to be talking about HPV virus or something like Ooh. Or we just don't talk about like, anything. We just act I like it's not like a big deal. talk about anything. Call me crazy. Let me let us know. Um, oh, it's interesting. It's true, though. Also on Samantha, um, while she's in L.A. with uh, Carrie and Miranda, she hooks up with Garth <laughs> and meets her idol, Hugh Hefner. 
Um, and she also wore with the neighborhood prostitutes. <laughs> Miranda, my girl, still, I ain't mad at Miranda. Um, she dates an Ernie, an Ernie, an attorney from Chicago. Uh, she tries out multi dating, which is speed dating. Um, lies about her job to get a date. Oh, such a shame. Um, decides she wants to be sexier. Uh, that was a shame too. Gets braces because she has TMJ and a guy that she's supposed to go on a date with dies and she ends up dating his friend who she met at the funeral who also once dated Carrie like a grillion years ago as Carrie said. What is grillion? Where are you coming with that? I don't even know. Is that above trillion? (laughs) I don't know. Charlotte is focused on her wedding planning uh, to Trey McDougal. Uh, she has to sign a prenup. Also a very interesting storyline, how that is handled. She and Trey do not, repeat, do not have sex. How is Charlotte maintaining? She isn't. Um, <laughs> she also goes to L.A. in spite of the fact that it was a Carrie, Samantha, Miranda thing. For the mm-hmm. single ladies, all the single ladies. Charlotte decides, well, since Trey ain't give me none of that thing, I'm about to go be with my girl. <laughs> um, and then she's even tempted by the, the family gardener. Like, oh, Charlotte. Look, I'm not completely mad at her. When we get into her, I'm not nearly as mad at her as I have been previously. But still, Charlotte, chill. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we said, the girls go to LA to get away, and that's kind of a, 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 I guess, important to this part of the season. You know, since we brought up some of the things that happened, do you want to talk about yeah. some of these interesting things, or you want to go ahead and talk about the men? Let's talk about the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was the first interesting thing? Um, we talked a little bit about the AIDS test. Let's talk about Miranda. Okay. I almost feel like this was the half season of Miranda being the, I hate to say it, redheaded stepchild. Like, I, I couldn't figure out why every character treated her, well, not her friends were not bad, but every man who came along treated her like garbage. Mm-hmm. And she had the lowest of the low self-esteem in these eight episodes. Yep. I, cause, and I thought that, I feel like it's happening, it keeps happening in parts in the previous seasons too. There keeps being a stretch where Miranda mm-hmm. is just the nothing. Because I got to come back to that, that time when that the semen went on her. Why? Like, why do these things happen to yeah, Miranda? Yeah. Why is she having such a hard time with all this? She meets a guy. He's cool. But only moment, only temporarily. She can't really, besides Steve, like, have a good situation. I'm, I'm, I was bothered by that as well. Right. Even, like, when she's talking about the line about her job didn't bother me so much. I, I I hated that she felt like she had to lie about being an attorney because men were so intimidated mm-hmm. by her. But I wasn't mad that she did it just because right. who cares? You know, and, like, I remember they were saying something to her about lying, and I, I don't know if it was Charlotte or uh, it wasn't Samantha. I don't know if it was Charlotte or Carrie, who was saying, you know, like, what if you lie and then this becomes a thing? And it made me question, well, at what point do you all r- realize it's going to be a real relationship? Because she just met this guy. Right. She could, in my opinion, and it probably sounds horrible, say she was 
a flight attendant that you got fired. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know where this relationship is going. And then it ends up he lied right. too. I didn't understand. I hated that she felt like she had to lie. I hated that she felt like she wasn't sexy enough, especially based on her clothes. Like, and she was wearing some pretty terrible clothes. And I've always hated how they dress her. And it's always made me wonder, is that how the actress wanted to dress? Or was this something purposeful to make her seem less attractive than Carrie? She's like the, she dresses like the less attractive friend. And they're all, to me, equally beautiful. So on that, I, I wondered the dressing thing. Fashion definitely seems like out of the four of them, she's the one who cares the least about it. Um, she kind of does things that look cool sometimes, but she it doesn't seem like it's that big a mm-hmm. thing to her, which is fine. But I was kind of right. questioned, like, is that was that an actress choice or to care or what they did? I wondered that with her hair. Not that her hair was horrible, it wasn't, but it did feel a little. Like it was supposed to be, hey, that's me. And that's fine if it's just, hey, that's me. But don't make her this character who's torn. Does that make sense? Like, No, I, it makes I, perfect sense. I, I kept wondering that too. I felt like she was supposed to be cute, attractive, but you're not going crazy over it. And I never, I don't understand that either. And I think that's because people strongly believe the one who's the intelligent one, the one who's the voice of reason, can't also be the really pretty one. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really weird because when you look at her, if let's just use her hair for an example. Her hair compared to Charlotte. Charlotte's hair is always in a straight haircut. She wears it in a ponytail sometimes. Right. There's nothing spectacular about her hair. But I think the purpose of her hair is also to say, well, mm-hmm. I'm the prude. I'm never going to have sexy curls. I'm never going to have it flowing right. because I'm a prude. And then you have Samantha's whose her, her hair is pretty much utilitarian. Yeah. It's just hair. She doesn't care. And then, of course, Carrie has to be the fabulous one. And there's nothing wrong with that. This show is about Carrie. The problem is, I don't feel like there was a need to make anybody more right. or least uh, less attractive than somebody else. None of them were going to attract the same people, really, because right. they're four different people. I just don't... I, I've never liked it. I don't like how they treat Miranda right. as a character. It drives me insane. I agree. I agree. I do want to say that the quick line uh, when she lied and she's talking about it at the wedding at Charlotte's. Yeah. And she says, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a, mm-hmm. and Aiden goes liar. And I appreciate it. Even though it kind of bothered me, like how everyone else was coming <laughs> at her. I thought Aiden was trying to throw her out there. I think you should be happy to be yourself, you know? And of course it's easy for Aiden to say, right? Cause right. he's not in her shoes right. as a successful woman or whatever. Right. But I like that Aiden kind of just is like, but I want to, you know, kind of give her like a little positive message. That's all. That's, I thought it was interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you, you want to talk about, Miranda? Want to talk about? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Charlotte. All right. So. So Charlotte. <laughs> lots of thoughts about Charlotte. Okay. This is the first time I'm actually into her storyline. I usually don't care what's going on Charlotte at all. Don't get me wrong. I didn't care mm-hmm. the entire time. There were just moments when I cared. Um, she is mm-hmm. planning her wedding, getting married to Trey McDougal. Just what, basically seemed like she wants to be Bunny a little bit, right? Because like, I think one of the things that you pointed out was how much she loved Bunny mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, at first. Like she was just trying to like be her. 
which we saw like in the first one, first part. And it's mm-hmm. like, what exactly is your goal here? Like you, you're, I know a lot of married quickly, no judgment to you all, but Charlotte was so focused on the idea of getting married. I feel like she didn't take the time to know what Trey wanted, what she wanted from Trey. They didn't get to know each other. And the, the way that their relationship right. progressed mm-hmm. just made no sense. You give up the poon to dudes all the time in the previous seasons. I respect you holding out for marriage, but you never did before. Even Carrie was like, you're not a virgin. Like, why is it the time that you decided you can hold out? And then when he's not all the way there with you, you met. (laughs) I I, I sat here like watching all these episodes, like in a one turn one to throttle. Carrie and the other one to throttle Charlotte. It's like, I just can't figure you out, Charlotte. You make all these comments about everybody else's sex life. You say things like, sex is about mm-hmm. love, and if he doesn't want to have sex with you, there are other things, but Trey can't, or won't, or doesn't, or whatever, and you have this huge problem. It's all about me. I can't believe he's doing this to me. I guess what I should have had sex with him first. Would that have changed anything? If she had had no. sex with him first. You think she would, would have? Would she have still married him? If he couldn't get yes, it up and no sex happened? Oh. I think she would have because she wanted to get married. I oh. think she would have married him anyway. Yeah, you're and right. And she would have said, there's a way I can fix this. I think if she had sex with him first, she would have felt invested enough. But like you said, they just met. Whirlwind courtship. We got to get married. I, I've never understood she actually why said they her had life wasn't so complete soon. until she met him that is utter garbage you were living in this weird fairy tale land like what are you she had about? a good job he's a good guy i like trey i'm not mad at you wanting to <sighs> to make this relationship work but i am mad that he's like you gotta accept i'm not a sexual person He's he's saying i'm not a sexual person why can't you accept that and she's like i'm sexual so you gotta deal with it Right. I, I just don't understand it. And I feel like there were so many avenues it could have taken to sort of figure this out. But I know it's a it's a half hour comedy. So they're not going to delve into asexuality. Right. Plus, nobody was talking about that mm-hmm. back then. And it took it took Mint saying that. I've never thought there was anything wrong with him not wanting to have sex with her. I just didn't think about it any other way. And then Mint was like, well, he's asexual. And I'm like, but. He masturbates. She was like, "You can, you can remember, masturbate and be asexual." He said it those was attention release. Those things don't necessarily he said it was attention release. You know, it wasn't. Each other it didn't out. even seem like it was supposed to be for enjoyment. He said, "I can't sleep." Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Exactly. Right. It. It's just so odd that she loved him so much, but those vows that she took went completely out the window. This is his worst right now. This is his worst right now. I think people don't understand when you say for better or worse, there's no one worse. Like there could be a series of worse and you have to decide how you're going to deal with them. I did not respect the fact that she felt like going to LA was the answer. Why was that the answer? Because he didn't want to talk. Well, then you come back from LA and suddenly you want to go to a therapist. Maybe you should have did that first. Or maybe when you talk to him one-on-one, you shouldn't have attacked him and made it seem like it was something that it wasn't. He never said he didn't like you. 
you didn't want to hear right. that he was asexual. Right. He had to because yell that at you. Hard to believe. Remember, we've talked about it in previous with Charlotte. If a man ain't trying to get on with her, something's wrong. Like for her, that is like defining a man a little bit. Exactly. I I think. I think it's I think it's indicative of what a lot of women think. If if you don't find me attractive, there's there's something wrong with me, and or there's something wrong with you. So, I can't even be mad at them writing the character that way, just because I know that that is how a lot of people think. But I really wish they had found a way to make her not be so selfish and make better decisions regarding her marriage. Like if this was just some guy she was dating, I wouldn't have cared less. If she was, um, you know, I think I, I think this isn't going to work. I'm going to go to L.A. I'm going to find somebody else. I wouldn't have cared if she was doing all that. But you married him and you made this promise to him. Well, then you have to you have to work on this right. situation with him. There's there's no reason not to. And I just don't like it. I don't like I didn't like at the wedding when Carrie was like, well, if right. you want to leave, we can leave. Like you're not even listening to her, Carrie. She's trying to have a conversation. It was a bad, it was bad timing, but she was trying to have a conversation about how she felt about it. And it, I, I don't know. I just feel like the way they handled her and those these few episodes was just was just yeah. wrong. I don't even feel like it was actually true to the character, to be honest. I mean, she's flippity floppity. Yeah, I agree with that. But I didn't feel like she would have reacted the way they that. had. I do react. think that it would have been important to her, and that she it would have validated her, I guess, or made her self feel better if he'd wanted it I do agree with that but I just feel like she would have mm-hmm. given it more time I don't feel like she would have been like it's right. our honeymoon let's do it now and you not ready right. to something's right. wrong with you and she was so obsessed with yeah. it and it's like well, whenever you have some sort of issue it's just not going to be solved right away like you're in therapy why are you all of a sudden why are you already trying to get him to have sex again like he doesn't want to so let's see what happens in therapy right. and then go from there Remember at one point she's so horned up when Samantha talks about sex, she just lost it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I was actually watching that scene with um with the with the mister. He was cracking up when Samantha like she storms out and Samantha's like, That girl needs a stick out of her ass and a dick in her coochie pronto. <laughs> <laughs> she said Coochie 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 I loved it. Oh my gosh. I gotta say, let me just say, I didn't know everyone said that. I didn't either. I you thought it was I mean? just an us thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk about one thing about Samantha I want to talk about before we go further. When mm-hmm. she was sick, oh my I did not understand. I understood why she didn't call the super because she, she owns the spot. Okay. Why didn't she just call her girls to ask them to have a joint effort to put the, the curtain back up? I didn't understand. The curtain falls. Right. And she calls every man she's ever had sex with to fix it. Um, You never called them back. So why would they come fix your curtain? Right. They went to come. Who is this again? Right. <laughs> exactly. I should have called Funky Spunk. She don't. Oh, <laughs> I find it hard to believe she can't just she. I feel like she throws money at a lot of things. I feel like she could have just called for help I from anything. That felt like the writers were trying Anybody. to find a way to make her, I guess, vulnerable. But it didn't. It didn't. It didn't read well. That wasn't vulnerable. It was just crazy. Right. Like 
She throws money at everything. Right. She could pay people. She pays people to fix things, help her with things all the time. Uh-huh. And looks like, what? What's the problem? So that's the one thing <laughs> she couldn't find somebody to do. She knows tons of people around right. the city. Like, that, you're right. It, it was supposed to be. This is when Samantha realized she's all alone. Mm-hmm. Boy, she wishes she had someone. Oh, shut up. No, she don't. Just because of this curtain. Right, it's a curtain. She don't suddenly want to be in a relationship because of that. Right, and she's like in a penthouse. Who's looking at her? And does, does Samantha really care if somebody's looking in? It was just because of the bright lights. Put your hand under the cover and move on. Like, I didn't even get it. Like, it took her days to call. Either it took her days to call Carrie to come fix her her remedy <laughs> Or, or Carrie's just like, I got stuff to do and I'm not coming over there. Or that's the one. <laughs> Probably. Look. You know how Carrie rolls. Carrie's my least favorite character. And it's hard for me because I don't understand how somebody... I, I have this thing with her. She's <laughs> the most selfish, self-centered, self-righteous, judgmental piece of crap who mm. cheats on her boyfriend, has sex with a married man in his bed when his wife is going to... Like, she just does the worst stuff, right? But then she has these moments where she's a good friend. And I'm just like, I I don't understand how... I, I guess it's supposed to be the duality of people. I don't know. But I don't like it. I want to... I want to hate her wholeheartedly. Or... Got you. Like her. Uh, I don't... I don't want to hate anyone, right? But I think it's okay yeah. for you to hate her. Actually, I think it's okay because I, I hear you saying she's a great friend. I think she is selfish and awful, and sometimes she's not right friend. I don't really see her as a great friend. No, I mean, I mean, only in moments. That's what I mean. In certain moments, she's a great friend. You I don't mean greatness? great friend overall. There's some coming up. There's going to be some to come up. She has these moments where she will talk to her friends and say the most profound thing. You go, she gets it. She's a good person. Oh. This should turn around and be like, I mean, me, 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 right. me, me. And I don't want to say, I don't want to hate her. I'm saying like, I want to, I wish she was a character that made sense to me in that I could either hate her or mm-hmm. like her or love her. And I don't feel like I can do any of those things most of the time. So remember, not to, I'm, I'm only gonna say this briefly, but you don't like Jane, right? Jane the Virgin. The Virgin and you don't yes. like um, what's her name? Mylene. From the get down, right? My thing about the reason I compare those two characters is because they're like lovable, but they're like oblivious to like the world around them a little bit, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is right. Everything they do is great, and they do not notice other people the way they think they do. Right. I forgive them for being young, though. You know, especially my lean character. Mm-hmm. Carrie, you're oblivious to the world, and why? You know what I right. mean? Like, I guess they're not all the same character, obviously, but I feel like there's the similarities of everything revolves around me. I'm going to help you in your moment, but let's come back to me, 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 me. Right, 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 right. And I just feel like that's their immaturity, those two characters, where hers, I don't really understand it. I can definitely see that with Mylene would grow out of it because towards the fifth and sixth episode, she was sort of growing out of it. Right. And with Jane, I think if people in her life were honest with her and told her, I think right. she would change. But Carrie doesn't get it. She has had every single friend in her life, at least the friends that we know. She said all of them at one point say, look, 
you're selfish and you're <laughs> ignorant and I'm tired of it. And then she'll feel bad for a hot second and they'll walk away and they won't talk for three days. And then she'll come back and be like, so what happened in those three days when you was mad at me? I broke up with my boyfriend and then I bought shoes I could afford. It's like it never, the cycle never ends right. with her. And it drives me insane. It right. drives me absolutely batty. I have a friend <laughs> who I, I said, I said to her that in like in a card I wrote to her for her birthday, I said that she was like, she was like Carrie. And she's never let me forget that because she knows I don't like Carrie. And I'm like, <laughs> what I meant though was <laughs> when I said you were like Carrie, what I meant was, you know how to be there for a friend and set aside, you know, selfishness when it really counts. I think Carrie can do that. She just doesn't do it enough. She doesn't do it enough for you to even notice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm like, I hear you. I guess I missed it. The other things outweigh (laughs) it so much that I'm like, sure. Right. That's the thing. And and she does it a little bit better and, and, you know, as seasons progress, but as she matures. Right. But, at this point where we're watching it, she's in her 30s. When do you grow up? When do you stop making everything and be about you? Right. Never, I guess. Never. Okay. So let's talk about the men. There, it didn't seem like there were as many as in the first half, but you know, there were. And some of them you didn't <sighs> even meet. You heard their name and didn't even meet them. But we're going right. to talk about those guys. So, uh... Tr- What's going on with Trey is that he can't keep it up. And he says he's not a sexual person, but he masturbates. And we talked about that. And that's all fine. Um, And he seems to still be happy with her, even though she's a raging harpy. He needs right. a trophy, a medal or something. He really does. He does. I like Trey. He seems I don't like want, he I don't want wants... to view it or nothing, so I like him. Right. He seems like he really wants to fix it for her. I don't even think he's thinking right. about for himself. Right. He wants her to be happy. But she can't sit still enough. She's like a freaking chihuahua. Sit down. He's trying to make you happy. Calm down. Right. Okay. George is an attorney who works in the Chicago office of Miranda's firm. I've never understood how lawyers do that. Firms all over the place. Anyway. um, And they go on a date and have lots of phone sex until she realizes that he's cheating on her. And having his phone sex with other people, and she breaks up with him. And I'm like, I don't even understand how that's a breakupable thing. How like, were y'all dating? First of all, y'all were just having phone sex. Y'all went exactly. on a date while he was in New York. I don't. Right. It's not a thing. And he said, "No, we never said this was exclusive." Like, which to me sounded like, "Well, if you wanted to be exclusive, we could do that." But you got to say it. There's nothing wrong with him saying it. There's nothing wrong with him saying that. Now, you ain't got to be switching lines and doing it at the same time. Like, <laughs> like can we, can I be Tuesday and that person be Wednesday? Right. Or at least can I get 8 o'clock and she get 9 o'clock or that person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But right. Not the, not the conference call by accident. No yes. Thing. Or so you anyway. know what? See if she up for it. Put them both on the same right. line. On the same <laughs> line. Like, she might be up for that. <sighs> Who knows? Polly Amory. Right. Okay, so then there's Tom Raimi, who is the male version of Samantha. But unlike her, he has a couple rules. He won't have sex with her unless she gets an AIDS test. What did you think of that? Um, the, Of his rule? Yeah. Well, that was a good rule. I, I thought it was a great rule. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's. <laughs> A thing that we used to like try to like advocate for in this group I was in, but 
people should have that kind of rule. I mean, we used to even say, and you need to see the documentation. <laughs> not hey, even to take their word for it. Hey, why not? And for I, her, I didn't I couldn't understand why she hadn't had one. And she looked like uh, what? <laughs> this is what ninety nine, two thousand at this point, two thousand. Yes, two thousand. This point. Why you look? I don't understand why you looking like that. Confused and offended. Right. And I'm like, you know what's happening out in the world, right? He's like he, he's trying about? to do all type of nasty, nasty to you, but <laughs> right, he just want right. to make sure he's ready to do it. I don't, I, I didn't understand. And he wasn't all talk. He's like, I did this three weeks ago. Right. I'm good. But remember, she, she admits she's scared to find out. Oh, dear. Like, yeah. that's not going to do you any favors. Look, it's, it's just, right. You, you can't, I, I, it's the natural to be scared. I guess you can't really go into it that way. But, like, at the same time, like, you weren't thinking about any of this. When the AIDS epidemic really popped. Really why yeah. wasn't she thinking about the number of people she was having sex with? Right. And what kind of condoms she was using and what kind of sex she was having. Like, those are all things you kind of had to think about, Samantha. Right. Like, you can still be free and have sex with all these people just in a safe way. Right. No one's saying stop, do you? Ugh. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where we meet Anthony Marantino. Who is who becomes Charlotte's stylist and later they become friends? Right. Who I cannot stand, Anthony. Yeah. Okay. Good. I was like, I hope I wasn't supposed Anthony to say is so Anthony abrasive. didn't do it for me. He didn't bother me in that episode in particular. Otherwise, exactly. I'm kind of good on him. <laughs> oh, I I wish I hate that he stuck around. I've at any rate. Um. Then there's the blimpy sandwich guy. And I only mention him because he's basically street harassing Miranda when she walks past. And she's considering acting on it. First, she's like upset. But then she's because I'm like, why are you making her so desperate? Right. She's never seen this person's face. Right. Yeah, she's fantasizing about him. Her desperation worsens. I know. Oh. Harris Braggin, or I mean, it was Braggin or Braggin, but he was played by Clark Gregg. He's the one who, hmm? All I said was Clark Gregg. What'd you say? I said I didn't hear you. Anyway. Clark Gregg. (laughs) He lies about being an ER doctor, and this is the guy she met when she lied about being a flight attendant. (laughs) Caleb McDougal is Trey's cousin from Scotland. I just want to point out something about him. He had this really thick brogue, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody could understand him. And there's a point where he says something to Bunny, and she goes, "What'd you say?" And I'm like, "He's your nephew or something." How come you? Don't I figured it was relation through saying? her husband or something. But still, she knows him. She has to so know. Maybe she's him, like, right? I, "I can't figure these people out. I'm married into this." <laughs> <laughs> but she has all these rules about the McDougals. The yeah. McDougals don't do this. You would the think McDougals she was born do into that. it. You don't even know them. This is the McDougal way and stuff, girl. Right? Like, shut up! You you can't even don't know you don't even know who Caleb is, right? Um, and Caleb ends up sleeping with Samantha before the wedding. And then there's Garth, who Samantha meets in L.A. He's a dildo model, but he wants to be a poet. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) 
and he wants to he wants to live in like he wants to be in New York and LA with her and she is just not having it cause she just wanted some sex it was like for this brief moment I was like oh how cute that this guy like I, I, I really like you Samantha <laughs> but dude I need you to slow it down move to New York I just met you like 52 seconds ago met. no you're not moving to New York and your life like no what? judgment, but your lifestyle don't what? fit into mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may have fit into hers. I don't know. Um, so then there's not, Lou. Not as a publicist, it doesn't. <laughs> so then there was Lou, who was Miranda's friend from New York, who she hooked up with while she was in L.A. And it turns out, like, he's, you know, all, like, sort of peace and love. You know what happens if you... How do you see people are in California? Peace and love and bean sprouts and guacamole. Well, not guacamole, but maybe <laughs> avocados. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're all, ooh, la, la. And then um, she finds out he has an eating disorder. No. That was the most no, disgusting thing. Wasteful. And what he would shoot a steak in this bit. Why are you even putting the steak in your mouth? This is right. nasty. Don't even... I did think it was kind of nice that they shine a light on the fact that a man could have an eating disorder. Right. But at the same time, people in, in, in LA just have disposable income where they can chew up some steak and then just <laughs> spit it out but pay for it. That was Get so out of here. That was the most nonsensical thing i ever seen in my life. Why couldn't he just go binge and purge like right. a normal person? But not normal, you know what I mean. Oops. <laughs> so then there's uh, Keith Travers, played by Vince Vaughn. Who says he's a talent agent representing Matt Damon. But it turns out he's a phony. He is actually the personal assistant to Carrie Fisher, Penny Marshall, and Ben Affleck. Why are they sharing How often you that you need to assist three people? <laughs> right. Is he that good? Are they that desperate? Or is he that bad that he needs three jobs? <laughs> Why care? Like, if he do need three jobs, I need to not know. I need to not know you're Ben Affleck's assistant too. I'm not calling Ben to <laughs> right, see if he's okay right. with you coming to help. Right, you got to come help me right now. I don't care who else you work for. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe it is. Maybe everybody has. You know, maybe maybe every assistant works for three people. And then there's a uh, Jim, who was an en- who was an engineer who dated Carrie years before, and he asked who us. Uh, Miranda meets at the funeral and it turns out he's an asshole. And I thought it was funny that Carrie warned her and she didn't listen. This is <laughs> And she kept urging Carrie to come to talk with him because she's like, You don't even know him anymore. This is where I say her desperation worsens. Yes. Um Why do you I just told you I dated him? Even though it was a long time ago. I just told you I dated right. him. I just called him an old boyfriend number let's just start there mm-hmm. on top of that we broke up because he, we broke up and he turned out to be an awful person i'm telling you over and over not to do this you're that desperate he's cute but he's so cute but he cute okay calm down miranda right. i'm telling you this is not a good idea go call scooter <laughs> right or steve or steve like what is happening there's nothing that great about this guy and then Sure enough, like Carrie almost for a moment was like, maybe he is cool. And then he was like, you know, showed his true colors. And Samantha, I I mean, Miranda, that also didn't seem true to her character. That didn't seem right. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. At all. It was, I was, that's the same episode I was watching. um, 
with Mr. with the Mr. And he was like, I don't understand. He was like, well, would you be okay with your friend dating somebody you used to date? And I'm like, I guess it depends. And then he said, well, would you, would you date somebody? And I was like, no, I wouldn't. And I was like, because he broke up for a reason. And it's either my friend's an asshole or he's an asshole. And I want a part of it. So I wouldn't. But that's just me. On both points. But if somebody came to me and was like, you you used to date that person. Do you mind if I date him? I'd be like, your funeral. I mean, there's a reason I I ain't with him. I feel like that's true for my friend who we used to be really tight and we not as much anymore. But as close as Miranda and Carrie are, like, that just... I feel like if I had that closer relationship with somebody, I can't see it. I don't. I don't see why. Right. That would happen. Right. And so the Mister was like, "Well, if if you don't, if you're not okay with it, don't that mean you're not over the person?" I'm like, "No. It just means you don't want to be. It's That's drama. Messy. Who wants that drama? All I need is this person. I don't to say want that about you that I ain't really want to hear or whatever. Like exactly. No. 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 no, no. I don't have time for that. And then he 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 rightfully like he was he couldn't understand why Miranda was so hot for Carrie to see this newer version of him or to hang out with him. He's like, this makes no sense. And what's going to happen is he's going to spend the whole time talking about Carrie. Mm. And sure enough, that's what right. happened. It was a total dick about it. And, and I, please, people, for the love of all this hoe, there are other fish in the sea. You do not have to date your friend's ex. It's just not necessary. If your friend said they went out with this person once and they didn't click, that's one thing. If they say I dated and call them a boyfriend, I do feel like Carrie uses it a little more than I would. But still, dated. I don't. I feel like they. Wouldn't they even know about him? That's too much. Whatever these. Well, you don't even know him anymore. Well, you don't know him at all. And I'm sending the dick, so. I don't know what you need me to tell right. you. <laughs> um, so. Go yeah. ahead. Standout moments? Right. You want to jump into the Yeah, so just a few standout moments before we get into that big chunk of triangle that we need to do. Um, love triangle. <sighs> lust triangle. Um, so some standout <laughs> moments. Um, we talked about a couple of them. Um, Charlotte only asked Samantha to be a bridesmaid. So she wouldn't feel left out. Boy, oh boy. That was the hoest mess I've ever oh seen my in my God. life. When she came at her like that, I was just like, Samantha, how are you? She didn't got dropped. She didn't got dropped. You don't have to do me any right. favors. Because she said to her, like, what she say? You don't have to be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you don't have to be here. What? I only invited you because... And then just kind of shrug, like... <laughs> I only invited you so you wouldn't feel left out. Um, I don't need your charity. Right. And this is where uh, Carrie, one of her voiceover moments, is in a relationship is honestly really the best policy. Uh, and they're both... Miranda yeah. and Carrie are, I want to stay out of it, I want to stay out of it. But it's like, honesty... This kind of honesty, I'm not really sure. You could have been honest with me before even bothering and put me, make me part of it. Honesty now, where you're kicking me out of it, like, or suggesting you're kicking me out of it now, I don't need that honesty. I need your honesty to begin with. If we ain't that cool, we not that cool. Exactly. And, or, or you can be honest, 
And you don't have to be rude. Right. I, I'm confused about why she felt like it was necessary to be that rude about it. All because Samantha was being Samantha. She didn't say anything Samantha wouldn't have said anywhere else. Because she was where you are. They're getting fitted. Stop right. it. And, and for me, for, as far as Samantha is concerned, I wouldn't have. She eventually got back into the wedding. I wouldn't have. Because, you know, the bride pays for those those gowns. And I'd have been like, you just asked some money. <laughs> Sorry. I, just, I feel like Samantha, we've said it a few times, I think. Samantha is just better to her than she deserves. She sure is. Um, Carrie had first confided in Samantha about cheating on Aiden which I thought was interesting she mm-hmm. goes to Miranda for like everything that's deep but she went to Samantha for this one and I felt like because she knew Samantha would tell was her it was okay she wanted that person to tell her it was okay she knew she knew Charlotte definitely wasn't going to say it was okay but Miranda the person she usually mm-hmm. goes to she wasn't sure how her reaction would be she needed somebody to say okay and I just thought you a dirt She's just a dirt. <laughs> <laughs> she is dirtier than dirt. Um, but Samantha, she does eventually tell Miranda, though. Um, and then even at some point, Charlotte does finally know. But um, Samantha doesn't think that Carrie should tell Aiden at all. Miranda does. And Charlotte just doesn't care as long as it doesn't affect her wedding. <laughs> like... Right, your face is everything. That was my face as I watched it. Like, oh, man, this trick don't hurt to get married. It's like a stuff hearing about this. I'm just tired of it. Shoot, <sighs> actually, we'll say this. This is from the funny moment. Um, Charlotte tells her to wait because it's her week, and Miranda said it's your wedding yeah. day. You don't get a week day. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> My week. How are you claiming a whole week right now? Did I miss something? (laughs) How did you get a week? How did you get a week? (laughs) Maybe a weekend, but a A whole whole week. week? This is yours. You just got it on lock. We can't do anything else in our lives. Be quiet. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Um, the girls find out that Charlotte and Trey haven't had sex yet, and Samantha asks, "Well, what if he's terrible?" I just thought it was, it's so funny because she's so adamant that he's going to be good. And her reason, because he's so cute. I didn't know being cute had anything to do with prowess. Excuse me. Nothing to do with that. (laughs) Nothing to do with it. I'm surprised she didn't say, and he went to Yale and he's a doctor and he has this great pedigree. Like, so? Look, I've always been an advocate for the test drive, right? That's you know, but yes. at the same time, I've always respected saving yourself. If you're saving yourself, I get it. If yourself isn't saved anymore, <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> why you wouldn't test drive. I'm confused. You want to test drive, right? <laughs> oh my god, sorry. Um, <laughs> at the end of like, which. At the end of episode, episode 12, Carrie that's the one where on, go ahead. that's the one before she meets Vince Vaughn's character. Okay, we're all so right. She's right. at, the, yeah, she's she's at a pool. She... 
Like, she'll be better <laughs> off being alone, basically. Girl. Look, and see, and that, look, I can't even take her seriously when she says this stuff. No. No. Because it's funny because as I'm watching it, like, I I haven't seen season three in forever. So I'm watching it, like, she's like, I need to be alone. And I'm like, but in my mind, you haven't even met the Vince Vaughn character yet. So what right. are you talking about? And sure enough, here he comes and she can't stop looking at him. And she says, he's a tall drink of water. This is your problem. This is your problem. Um, oh, Charlotte didn't invite Stanford to... She sure didn't because um, he was Miranda's no. date. Exactly. Now, unless she invited him and he and, he and Miranda just decided to come together, which don't make sense. You don't have to... You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't have to call you him your date. You have to have, yeah, a person called your you date. You would say, <gasps> right, you would just say, we both here, we might as well sit together. We no, rode together. She took him because Charlotte did not invite him. Charlotte is stank. Well, okay. She is. Prude. Sorry. <laughs> um, as you mentioned earlier, but we'll say it again. Charlotte says sex is something special between people who love each other. Girl, you a horny horn dog. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I pointed this out is because if sex is something special between two people who love each other, who were all those men you slept with in right. season one and two in the beginning were, of season those, three? You didn't love those all those special people. special loving moments? The guy at the wedding who you just met? The, 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 the tongue kiss? I mean, the, the liquor? Right. The guy who called you a whore when he came? Like, I, no. You loved all these people? She, I know she says things to fit her narrative at a certain time and place. If Samantha's talking about sex too much and Samantha's enjoying her sex life, that's when she gets to say, right. well, sex is about this, not about mm-hmm. that. Drives me friggin' crazy. Um, This was one I thought was really interesting because I kind of, I think I forget this all the time, but Samantha, when she, she gets frustrated with Miranda and Carrie... Why did she get mad? This is when, oh, it's when Charlotte went off on her about talking about sex too much. Yeah. Miranda and Carrie didn't yeah. really come to her defense. And they were also supposed to be going to Skyla. Well, she asked them something and they were like, we're staying out of it. And so she got mad at them right. too. They were supposed to be going So yeah, to this, they didn't come to her defense. They were supposed to be going to this restaurant, Samba, but she was meeting this lady, Claire Ann, who was also pretty open about her sexuality and they click instantly. And she's like, I want you to come to Samba with me. I got four of four tickets though or you know four seats or whatever and so Claire Ann mm-hmm. sees two dudes like we good like the, Claire Ann is like basically <laughs> Samantha but from the country somewhere I don't know what her accent was doing but um <laughs> and then like immediately though like met those two dudes I mean I was distracted while watching the show so I thought some time passed no nope, maybe an hour passed and maybe. Claire Ann goes Oh, I could just eat you up to one of the guys. I am going to eat you up. And under <laughs> the table starts blowing the guy. It wasn't even like in a darkened corner of the, of the no. restaurant. It wasn't the kind of, he wasn't in the middle of the booth. 
The tablecloth did not hit the floor. Like she was hanging out of the table. Anybody. Her, the could table see this. was moving Anybody. with her head motion. Yes. A lady <laughs> sitting next to him did see. She looked over like, what the what? <laughs> I didn't even notice that. And even and Samantha said, oh, the line has been drawn. You are not going to samba with me. When she said, Claire Ann, I'm about to leave, Claire Ann went, you couldn't even stop what you were doing to reply to me? Look, and then when Samantha left, she still didn't stop. She She kept kept going. Going. What? How did she not get kicked out of the place? What? (laughs) that's what i want to know now you're doing too much it was it was funny because samantha realized there was a line and in a previous scene charlotte realized she was trying to get away from samantha and, and the other two because of how much they talk about sex and was hooked up with her college friends and they weren't they were so stuffy she's like no she realized she's a little bit more like Samantha. Right, because she, she got a little vulgar. I guess because even she just had a little talk, maybe she wouldn't have immediately gone so to the extreme there. Like, don't you just want to get... She had like three drinks. <laughs> right, that's true. She just wants to <laughs> slam you. Don't you just want to get... Pound is what it was. really hard. Whoa. Um, <laughs> right, you saw getting pounded hard? <laughs> Your head against the headboard? Right, the lady behind it was like... <laughs> Um, they were like clutching. They were literally clutching. Right. What? Like closing the top of their sweaters. Like, oh my gosh, what? Um. Okay. Well, those were some of the standout moments. Why don't we uh, take a quick break? Yeah. Press rewind. Where's the remote? Fandom City Cinema. Fandom City Town Hall meeting. Second time around. Listen to your favorite Fandom City podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Check out FandomCity.com and follow the Fandom City Facebook and Twitter pages for updates on current podcasts and for information on future podcast series. Okay, so let's talk about, this is a thing I think is really going to take up a lot of time because I'm so (laughs) angry about it. Like, I can't even... I can't even form words. I feel like the lady on Clue, like <laughs> the, the flames, flames <laughs> burning. Oh my, I'm so freaking upset. And it kills me because the number of times I've seen this, I can't even believe I'm still this upset about it. So what I'm talking about is Carrie Big and Aiden. And I actually hate to do it. I should say Aiden Carrie Big because Aiden is so much more important than Carrie ever. Big will ever be in my mind. Anyway. So, when Carrie confesses to Samantha that she slept with Big, she says it was just a one-time thing. But then in the next episode, we see she keeps doing it. She feels so guilty, yet she keeps doing it. It confuses me. So, Big comes to her apartment. He calls her apartment. She's, like, resolved. I am not going to sleep with him anymore. This is it. So while Aiden's there, he calls and he's like, I'm downstairs. If you don't come down, I'm coming up. And she takes Pete and says she's going to walk the dog. But she's really going to go talk to Big. This is the most 
scandalous thing. Like, it right. makes no sense to me. Why would you be okay with this person doing this right, right outside your home? So she goes to talk to him, but she's not really paying attention to Pete. Pete runs away. She loses him. And I bring all this up because she stays out all night looking for him. And she comes home wet, tired, bedraggled, crying. She lost the dog. She's all upset. And she says in her voiceover, that was it. She was home. No more. But then she turns around and now she's having even more sex with Mr. Big. Going from posh hotels to no-tail motels at this point where people who frequent that place are right. worth to think she's a hooker and it smells and there's no AC and she's all like she's snapping at Mr. Yeah, Big yet you won't stop. stop please explain to me why you're snapping at this person but you won't stop having sex with them dirty and, and, and awful as I think this is I will almost believe her doing this when it was like this kind of romantic you know but it's sexy Mm-hmm. When it was that first posh place, like you said, once it turned into dirt and grimy and just, ugh, this is trifling, how did it not click to you? This is not better than what I have at home. Right. How was this better? Now you have you have to make up, you have to find neighborhoods. You have to go on MapQuest to find neighborhoods where no one else knows you so you can have sex with this person. That's how you know it's wrong. If you didn't already know. Yeah. If you didn't already you know, know. it's if wrong. you got tripped up into he just whirled you in or something, but when you're making the effort yeah. to get your trench coat and your oh. sunglasses so don't nobody see you, you know what I mean? Like, you sneak into that level. There was one point where she had, I think it was when she, go ahead, you guys understand? Go ahead. So she had slept with Big and was feeling all dirty and grimy about it and came home and or went to see Abe. I can't remember this point. But she was all, I, yeah, I've had sex with both of them in the last 48 hours. And I'm like, at what point do you start to love yourself, Carrie? If you love no one else, at what point do you start to love yourself? And please, anybody listening, do not get me wrong. If you want to sleep with two men in a 48-hour time span... I do not care, but I would hope you're being honest with them and honest with you, at least honest with yourself. Because the problem is she's painting this picture that she's not okay with the fact that she's sleeping right. with Big, but she keeps doing it and then sleeps with him and turns around and sleeps with her boyfriend. Pick one. Pick one just because you're being ridiculous. Right. So, in one of her little column voiceovers, in reference to this, she says, and and I'm not sure if I'm quoting exactly, but I think, she says, is it possible that we've gotten so spoiled by choices that we've become become unable to make one? That a part of us knows that once you choose something, one man, one great apartment, one amazing job, another option goes away. Are we a generation of women who can't choose just just one from column A? Did we all have too much to handle or was Samantha right? Can Can we have it all? I just didn't feel like, and maybe it was, I didn't feel like she was really like, oh, I just don't know how to choose. I just feel like she just doesn't know how to not be messy. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I hated that quote. I usually love her column um, voiceovers. I hated this one. This is the one that made me cut it off. Like, I literally cut the TV off. I was like, I can't even deal with her right now. 
because I thought it was complete BS for them to write her and to write that situation as if, oh, I want to have it all, but I'm just having such a hard time choosing. You have a hard time choosing between the man who treated you like shit for two years, the man who has so little respect for you, he's cheating on his wife with you, and low-rent motels, the man who moved to Paris without telling you, the man who said he would never get married again and turned around and got married to a woman 15 years younger than you. Are you serious? Really? Right. What's that really? choice? When you there look is at Aiden, no choice. Aiden looks so lost in love with her. You know what I mean? Like everything and mm-hmm. what he does, how he carries himself, how he alters things a little bit to fit her you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like he thinks that she is out sneaking and smoking and he's gonna accept Mm -hmm. it he's okay with it like i don't understand what like you said this isn't a matter of not being able to choose from column a this is a matter of you don't know how you really don't know how to not be messy that's all it is it's it's not like it's two Aidens. Right. That she has to choose between. And it's it's not even like it's an Aiden and oh, I can't even think of the writer guy she's going to meet later. Burger. It's not even like it's them. Right. Uh, Burger. It's not even like it's Aiden and Burger. It's not even like it's Aiden and Wade Adams. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is Aiden and the guy who treated you like trash for two years. There is no choice. She likes to put herself in positions where she can be the victim and then she can play the blame game with everybody but herself. And it's not cute. Right. It's not cute. So then it becomes, well, Big made me do it. No, you did this. Because you had several times that you could walk away from it. You never had to do it to begin with. Right. It's just so crazy. If she had been honest with Aiden from the beginning and said, the guy who we met at your show is my ex. And now he's calling me. And I'm not comfortable with it. I don't need you to go beat him up or anything. But I need you to know what's happening. Right. If she had been honest from the beginning, none of this would be happening. None of it. But how about but this when way she gets to be sloppy? Right. How about when Samantha, when she went to Samantha and Samantha says, Aiden hasn't said I love you, which made Carrie a free agent. Oh, my God. That pissed me off. Is that, so those are the rules? That's the rules, really. Just do whatever because of that. And then as soon as yeah. he does... Stop? Is that what you're saying? Right. <laughs> no, that was such silly advice. And it was such, and I feel like it was, it honestly felt like it was just something for Carrie, to, I mean, Samantha to say. And Carrie was just like, right. That's it. You just right. made it okay for me now. You, you, you just me. It's like everything that Samantha said in that moment when she was talking to her was really built to make, it's like she said it just because she wanted Carrie to feel better and for Carrie to shut up because she had this stuff she needed to right. do. Because in that same conversation, she says, let me see if I find it. She says, it's all about pheromones and we're all animals reacting each, to each other's smell. What? Right. That's not this situation at it's all. Not. Because she's not even around big. So it's, it's not like somebody she works with. Something if this like were that. somebody she works with who she was cheating with, I might be able to explain right. half this away. But it's not. You never see this dude. You don't run in the same circles. You don't work in the same area. He's uptown. You're downtown. 
how you is are, this a situation that you can explain you away with pheromones? going out of your way. You are actually going out of your way to make this happen. There's no pheromones. This is just you. It's insane. It's, this is you being sloppy, messy, dirty in the gutter. That's right. all it is. So, Carrie feels so much guilt or whatever, because I can't even call it guilt because when you're guilty, don't you stop? I don't know. So, she's feeling so much of something about her cheating on Aiden that she finds him annoying. That when he kisses her, he makes some mmm noise. She finds it annoying and tells him to stop. And he says, okay. And then he inadvertently does it. And she's like, quit touching me, quit touching me, quit touching me. And then he's like, well, I'm going to go home and give you your space and clear what you need. And she's like, oh, no, no. I'm so sorry. Don't be this way. I, I, I'm going to figure it out. And it, What? Like, I don't understand why you have to take your guilt out right. on him. He didn't. He's not the bad person in this situation. Right. And she even says something to the point where she says she's not the other woman. <laughs> and she really believes she's not the other woman. So much so, because she's upset about the the rinky-dink hotel, people think she's a hooker, she's okay with Big taking her to his house to have sex in his bed that he shares with right. his wife. And then she stays there. He's like, leave, you know, you gotta let yourself out. Go ahead and leave when you're ready. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. She is basically your whore. She has to leave when you leave. I don't understand. You don't want to be with Natasha? Divorce her. Right. So, Big actually asks her if he breaks it off with Natasha. And I'm just gonna preface this with this pissed me off. He says he asks her if he breaks it off with Natasha, will she be there for him? <laughs> what did you think of that? Well, think of where he was coming from, or was he was it okay that he asked it? Either one. Uh, I thought, fool, be weird. What? <laughs> huh? We want the okay, same page, yeah, then. No. <laughs> can't even that's not even a real question to me what are you talking about i couldn't i couldn't believe the gall for him to even let that question first of all form in his head and then trickle down to his mouth are you out your damn man are you outside of your body you crazy right if you leave your wife will i be there for you man no I think I'm on. I think I just put it on my TV when it happened. I'm like, he just lost his damn mind. There's no, 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 no. And then she's all, "Are we gonna do this real? Are we actually gonna go out in public? Did you forget you got a a, a boyfriend? So when he dumps his wife, right. you go dump your boyfriend, who's perfect, smells great, has a head full of hair, all these wonderful things you said about him. Trash, straight trash. Right. So Natasha comes home early from the Hamptons. And Carrie's still there, like, looking through her stuff because she wants to get to know her, I guess. And she tries to sneak out but can't get out fast enough. And Natasha catches her. And she's chasing her down the stairs. She ends up falling. She hurts her her face. Like, she loses a tooth and these stitches in her lip. 
And that is that, ladies and gentlemen, is the straw that breaks the camel's back. That is what tells her she needs to end it with Big. Not the fact that he was married. Not the fact that she was cheating on Aiden. Not the fact that she felt guilty. Not the fact that she was went from a high high class hotel to right. to garbage. The fact that she got caught. Yep. That's usually it though, for folks. And it was weird to me. I never thought about this until now. Like Natasha getting hurt was supposed to sort of was supposed to be like the physical manifestation of the hurt she had already been causing. See, I didn't. I didn't think about stuff like that when I was right. younger. When I used to watch this, I'm like, I was damn right. was pretty bad if she got hurt. Not that I ever agreed with what Carrie was doing, but now I'm like, up oh, mm-hmm, metaphors and stuff. Yep, putting it all together. Right. And I really hope that Natasha took big for everything. He deserved to have absolutely I feel nothing. Like she didn't though. Except his dingy white underwear. Because you know he wears tidy whiteies. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So after it's all said and done, and she, like, takes Natasha to the to the hospital and leaves, and she gets home, and Aiden's there, and where have you been all day? Or she lies some more. Oh, I was at the, I was at the museum. She goes to the bathroom, and she cuts in the water, and she says, somehow I have found a way to let myself out of the mess and I made it home. What the hell is she talking about? She let herself out of the mess. Right. She's still lying. She feels like she just means physically present. That's all it is. Like I don't. She don't see herself as as completely wrong. Cause okay, keep going, keep going. Cause I'm gonna come at another thing. <laughs> well, the last thing I'm gonna say is that she finally feels like. And I don't, let me say this. I thought this happened. In the last episode of the season, I totally blocked out mm-hmm. the LA episodes. So I thought she told Aiden at the season finale, but during she feels so guilty as she's there preparing for um Charlotte's wedding that she finally goes, she confesses to him the day as of they're the about wedding, to go. She confesses right before they're about to go. Right before the wedding, she conf- and he says all the things you that yours that I'm saying. That guy who I met, he was your boyfriend. So you cheated on me? Was it just one time? Or was it multiple times? And you lied about the smoking and the walking my dog. And she's like, "But I'm so sorry. It'll never happen again. Can't we just? Can't we just act like this didn't happen? Can't this be my flaw?" Your flaws that you let people put their penis in your right. vagina who you're not with? The, That's I your thought flaw? of the one time Aiden, Aiden ticked me off. Yeah. When he says to Carrie, no, wait, I'm, no, I'm not perfect. Yes, you are. And so they're talking about having flaws. And so this is the <laughs> moment where she's saying, can't this be my flaw? No. having a continuous ongoing affair not just any affair an affair with a person who I saw more than once since we've been dating you had more than Mm -hmm. one opportunity to tell me who he actually was but you decided to sneak around and be with him and and a question that I I came up with in my head while I was watching it didn't it seem like Aiden may have considered possibly forgiving her if it was just one time Oh yes, but the definitely. Fact that it was multiple times, and it was yes. with this person, and you're expecting me to just automatically forgive you. 
telling me a whole lot. Yeah. Yep. You're not even presenting it like, let's have a moment for you she, to, you know, decide what's right. Right. She should have said, let me, I'm going to go to the wedding. You go, you know, you go home and think about this. I'll catch you later. We can talk about it on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, give us some time. But it's not just that. She cheated on him after yes. he said, I love you. So you can't even. And like Samantha said, after I love you, right. everything counts, right? Continue to do it anyway. I, I, you actually thought he should still go to the wedding? Yes, she expected that. She, look, look, this is how my petty is set up. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone to the wedding. They wouldn't have got that chair. They wouldn't have got whatever I got in that box. They wouldn't have got nothing from me. It would have been like, I'm ghost. You never knew me. Don't ask about me because I know you little bitches knew yeah. what happened and nobody said anything. And what kills me is Miranda was right. It was weird because it was like a mixture between Miranda being right and Samantha being right. Because Miranda was like, I don't want to know. And I think at the end he felt like it's better that I right. do know. Because because the lie is not being per- perpetuated. But he said, Samantha, said something that Samantha said. He's like, I wish I didn't know. Because once you know that kind of thing, you can't get it out of your head. People can sit here and pretend like somebody you love can tell you, I cheat on you, but it's over with us. And, you know, it's, I'm not going to do that again. And you can just forget about it. I don't know anybody who can just forget about it. You're going right. to think about it. You're going to you be are. falling asleep 10 years later out the blue and think about it and be pissed. So I don't blame him one little bit for walking away from that. Oh my gosh, no. Honestly, because uh, all the lying too, I, I had in my head, I created in my head, you keep sneaking off the smoke. Yep. Like you, all this sneakiness and all these lies on top of it. Like when he had a moment to walk and be by himself, that's when he played mm-hmm. it all in his head. Heck yeah, yep. he had the right to be like, I'm good on this. I, I want to make a quick correction with something I said earlier. I said that, mm-hmm. that I'm not a lawyer, you're, I'm a liar, was at Charlotte's wedding. Was that a rehearsal dinner then? Rehearsal dinner, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Aiden's so much better than me. So much better than me. I wouldn't have come back to come tell her how I felt. Mm-mm. She just wouldn't have seen me again. Like, unless it's to get my stuff. He left some stuff over there. He need to go get it. But I wouldn't have shown I up. I wouldn't have came back to get my stuff. I'd have bought all new stuff. Nope. Right. I, I, it was just dirt. Again, I know we keep calling her dirt. It's the theme of this, it is but it, it podcast was, It right was now. dirty. It was grimy. It was, too dirty it was sloppy. It was messy. It. it was so completely unnecessary. Like we've said a couple times, had she slept with Big the one time, that isn't... An accident, if you will. That is a one-time thing. It happened. I feel like crap. I wish it hadn't. Yeah. Oh, well, let's try to right. work past this. I wouldn't. He did it multiple times. Right. He did it. You did it multiple times. I think. While he was up it, in her it's apartment. It's not uncommon to be. Uh, right. Not uncommon to be uncertain about where your relationship is going. So you're still kind of loosey-goosey. But y'all were serious yes. at this point. It's not a loosey-goosey relationship. And you just want him to just automatically be like over it. I just, that's why Carrie, I can't deal with you, Carrie. And there was nothing wrong with Aiden. People who don't like Aiden, I don't know why. Maybe because you like the bad guy, but I never, bad boys. Why do good girls like bad boys? I've never been that person in my life. So maybe that's why I don't understand it. I've never liked the bad boy. I've never been drawn to the bad boy. I never wanted to deal with the bad boy. You know, like I've always felt like I want somebody who can show me respect. I don't, 
have I ever, have I always had it? No, I've dealt with people who turned out to be bad, but I didn't go after it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, so maybe that's why I don't understand for people who don't love Aiden, but prefer Big, maybe. I, maybe that's just you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, before I say my thoughts on Aiden, I will say I am good friends with somebody who can't stand Aiden. Like, can't stand him. And we've had right, a conversation. Right, right. I would really like for her to write in and explain it because I would get it all wrong because I don't understand her point of view. Like, I, I really right. don't. It's something we've argued about multiple times. And I mean argue because I'm like, he's perfect, though. Like, how could you not like him? And and my thing is, I actually do like bad boys. I got a thing for bad, I got a thing for bad boys. But Aiden, I love him. And it took me a long time to realize she just doesn't deserve him. And it's for the best yeah. he didn't work out. She does not does she does not deserve him. Oh, absolutely. Period. Absolutely. I it, used to always be like, Oh, why no? But no, she just would have ruined him. She would have She would have gutted him <laughs> more than she right. ever did. <sighs> anything right. you want to say anything else about this stupid love affair? Um, more like you. I, I usually don't remember much after this happens because I'm watching the rest of the episodes. Like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, like, she tell, she leaves to go to L.A. to get away from both of them. And it's like, I don't think Aiden was even thinking about you enough for you to have right. to leave the city. I think he was like, I'm done. Like, I don't have any reason to even think about you because she did him. She did him wrong. And I have a question later that I'm going to pose. Um, mm-hmm. And let, let, we'll discuss that. And it's, it's related to this. We'll see. Um, But, yeah. Okay. I'm still pissed at her. Okay. It, it it never it never ceases to amaze me that I've seen this show a billion times, but I'm still e- as pissed with her from the first time she did this. <laughs> like I hate it. Right, right. Um. Okay. Well, some of the favorite lines that you've shared. Um. Samantha says, "At my age." My mother was saddled with three kids and a drunk husband. And Carrie says, you just have three drunk friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Charlotte being Charlotte, but it's actually what's funny. We're talking to Samantha. Could you please not use the F word at Vera Wang? Does it make a difference, (laughs) Charlotte? Not really. Um, Carrie (laughs) After Samantha has had her fling with um, the Scottish dude, Caleb, uh, Carrie says that Charlotte had everything she needed. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and someone Samantha Blue. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I remember this line, but who was she talking Talking about? Talking about Garth. Garth. She said he was the most. He was the most. That was a funny line too. Garth with the girth. Um, He's the the best selling dildo in America. Right. So she said he's the John Grisham of penises. <laughs> um, Whatever happened to him, by the way? Where is John Grisham? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I thought I had an answer, then I wasn't sure. Um, Samantha, when they're out in California, obviously, she says, what is it about California air? It makes me sleep so well. And Carrie says, it's not the air, it's your 
your headboard knocked you unconscious. Because <laughs> while she was getting girthed up, um, Miranda, Miranda and Carrie were next door trying to sleep. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of one quick LA comment I wanted to make. Because mm-hmm. I don't have much to say about the LA episodes. So when they get to LA, because it's about Carrie uh, possibly having someone want to option her column as a movie. Mm-hmm. And she takes Miranda and Samantha with her. Miranda doesn't have a room. Neither of them brought said, stay with me. I know! Neither one of them! They was going to let her sleep outside with the homeless people. And then when Miranda's like, well, I'm going to stay with you or whatever, she's not going to stay with Samantha because she knew Samantha was going to be getting it <laughs> done. <laughs> Carrie goes, well, don't, I don't want to hear anything about my smoking. Excuse me? You more concerned with smoking than making sure your friend has somewhere exactly. to stay? She's terrible. I'm telling you. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I'm telling you. I've never seen <laughs> I was hoping you. <laughs> I was hoping you. I was hoping you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> um, Carrie um gets robbed, and she said, "I got robbed." She took everything. They, she said that when she got the Brazilian. Because oh, she does get robbed later. That's right. When she got the Brazilian, she took everything. Mm-hmm. And that was, by the way, her explanation for just for trying to get on with Vince Vaughn. With the Brazilian made her so randy. Girl, whatever. I've had a Brazilian. It don't make you no damn randy. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't remember what this was in reference to either. So I'll let you share that. Ooh, one. Let me go back to it. Miranda. Um. Oh, Miranda was trying to figure out when she found out she had TMJ. Oh. Okay. She said she had looked up. <clears throat> and um. Charlotte said you can you can go online and find out what you have. And Miranda said just type in your symptoms and wait for the word cancer to appear on the screen, which is true. Which is why my I have a friend who's a medical librarian who always yells at me for going on Web um, WebMD. She's like, damn it, stop doing that. I don't look at WebMD. Because <laughs> everything is cancer. Ever. I don't look at WebMD ever, ever, My toe ever, hurts. Ever. I try not to, but sometimes I get caught up. Right. What you gonna do? Um, so, let's talk about some questions. Why do you think Carrie felt the need to tell anyone about Big? Um... I think I think it was her guilt. I think that she doesn't. First of all, remember she can't keep her mouth shut about anything. That's true. <laughs> you tell everybody um, business, right? So of course she's gonna tell her own, and, and she did feel a certain amount of guilt. And the, again, she went to Samantha first because she went that she knew that would make her feel okay about it. But I think I think that was why. Like she didn't know how to keep that kind of thing in because she knew it was wrong. So you're giving her a little more credit than me. I feel like it was just, well, yeah, guilt, but uh, to absolve herself of any guilt, I feel like. To be like, whew, I said it. Wait, but do you. Moving on. I'm going to keep doing it. But how is telling her friends absolving? Uh, Telling Aiden, I agree. That was her like, ooh, got Mm. it off of me. This is on you to deal with now, basically, for you to break up with me. But do you feel like she. Thought telling her friends would do. I think it? what makes me what makes me question it is just because she kept doing it. Like you tell them, 
because you feel guilty, but you're still doing it no matter what they say. Right. I mean, right. she was still doing it past Charlotte finding out and being upset with her. Which I thought I wrote that line in here and I don't see it. But she's after Charlotte catches her with Big and she's helping her pack so she can move. She's like, I'm not the other woman. And Charlotte says, you are the other woman. And then she's like, um, oh, you know what? I wrote it in my phone. So I don't know how I say it right. That's why I forgot to put it in here. She says, um, she's like, you don't even think about her. And Carrie says, I think, I do think about her. You don't think about this. And Carrie says, I do think about this. And Charlotte says, you think about what would happen to you if she found out. You don't think about her. She's just the idiot wife. You don't know anything about her. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I was like, oh, okay, Charlotte. Right. I'm loving you right now because you make it so much damn sense. And that's the thing. It's like, so she went to three different people and got three different answers to her question, yet none of it made her stop. No, that's the only right. reason I asked that question because it's like, what was she hoping to what have happened? Right. Just a dope. So I mentioned what Samantha said earlier about it, her saying it's all pheromones and we're just animals reacting to each other's smell. Doesn't that make it seem like cheating is a victimless situation? Coming from Samantha, I believe she feels that way. Yeah. It really bothered me that she said that. Not that I expect Samantha to be a pillar of chastity or (laughs) commitment or anything. But it just felt like, why are you... And it's like you said, I guess it took you saying that, what you said earlier, that Samantha would be the one who would make her feel better about the situation. And that's why she said that probably. She may not even necessarily believe it. Right. She just said what she said. Um, we already talked about the I love you thing. So there's a point right before she gets back into the thick of it with Big where she says, I just need to be with Aiden and everything will be okay. But then the next day, he has to go to Pennsylvania for a few days. And she doesn't want to leave. And she's begging him, don't leave. Because she feels like if he leaves, she's going to mm-hmm. slip up. Why didn't she just go with him? the same thing. What you doing? Why can't right. you Right. You were a freelance journalist or whatever. Why are you so weak that if he leaves, you're just going to go fall on a penis? <laughs> Not just any penis. <laughs> Who's that one? Because, he did, because, because that's what it's about. It's always been about big, and it's something I've never really understood. Just give it he couldn't be gone for three days. He couldn't be gone for three days without you cheating on him. Mm. He's a piece of crap. Um. So this question is from, I'll just say C. What did Carrie mean when she asked Miranda if she thought the sandwich mm. guy was white meat? Was he white? That's what I'm wondering. Is she at, was she asking was he white? I've this is the first time I've ever heard that line. Right. Like I must not I don't pay attention to that. I don't remember that. I was like and like I rerounded him like she really said that. She said, Do you think he's white meat? And I'm like, what could that mean other than do you think he's white? Because she could she hadn't seen his face. So what could that mean? What, what does white meat mean something? Uh, white. Does that mean Caucasian? Other than white, does it mean like 
He's not circumcised? Like, what does it mean? Mm-mm. I don't think it means anything else. If anybody knows, please let us know. Because right now, all I'm saying is everybody write the show is racist. Carrie anyway. says corny, useless stuff a lot. Maybe it just was another corny, useless line. I don't think it was. I don't think so either. Um, so Carrie asks, is coming clean the ultimate selfish act? What do you think? Do you, we've ta- we, and we said something about this, and you, you said telling her friends wouldn't be, but... You alluded to the fact that coming clean to Aiden would be. You think it's selfish or you think it's just to make herself feel better? I thought, okay. In general, I do not think it. I do think that the person on the other side deserves to know what what they're dealing with, who they're with, blah, blah, blah. I thought mm-hmm. in her case, it was, especially the way that she did it, it felt like, let, it really felt like, let me get this off of me. And you're a good enough guy that you'll get over it. You know, right. they, you just talked to me about flaws. We, you just said it's okay, you know. So I just felt like right. that's what she was doing was being selfish. Because if she really cared about doing the right thing, like you said, probably about five times, why she keep doing it? Right. You know, it, it's hard because I'm just wondering, I just hate cheating really is, that's like the thing I hate the most. Like, do not cheat. It's just awful. Because I think people think, don't think about, it's awful to the person who you did it to. Like, then they have, they lose like self-confidence mm-hmm. and the, the huge betrayal. They, start, they stop they trusting trust people. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes this whole, it becomes this thing that can last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I hate it so much. So in general, I think I think if you cheat once, coming clean is not a bad right, thing. Right, I agree. But if you have an ongoing affair like she was doing, I think it's, it's it's completely selfish, because clearly you're either doing it to make me feel bad, or to absolve yourself of the guilt, and the um, the the tension or the the stress of leading a double life. Right. And you just want to feel better about something. So that's why you come clean. Right. So Charlotte has to sign the prenup. And it says, there's a kind of stipulation that says something to the effect of for every year they're married, she'll get a $500,000 bonus. Right. (laughs) I don't get rich people. They're weird. Um, was it okay she felt like she was more than $500,000? I have a follow-up question before you answer. Mm-hmm. Why did she care about her daughter? Go. Why did she care about her daughter? There was a cl- it was another clause. Oh. If she had a sw- every son she had, she there was $100,000 $100, or something like that. Okay. But there was nothing about daughters. And she seemed to be upset about it, but then she didn't think about it again. Right. I just didn't understand... Because it's saying you're going to get something. You know what I mean? And you are a working woman. I understand what a prenup is when it's like I'm the stay-at-home parent. You were providing this. If we separate, I no longer have that. So I understand what that provides Mm -hmm. for. Since you're working, he probably does make more than you. This is probably true. But you make a decent living. I don't understand why when it's saying you are getting something, because it could say you're getting nothing. So the fact that it's saying you're getting this, I didn't understand why she was so worked up about it. Like why it was such a major deal. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know. Mm -hmm. The daughter one, 
I feel like she, I felt like she didn't care that much about that. Like like you said, she kind of said it. It was said, and they moved on from it kind of quickly. Um, but what were your thoughts? I'm worth more than five hundred thousand. Like you said, it's like every year or something. I feel like she only said something because she knew it was from Bunny. Right. I think if it had, if Trey had presented it and it, and Trey had said, "Hey, I made up these documents," I think she probably wouldn't have said a word. But because Bunny was behind it all, and Bunny handled the the wording, Bunny handled the paperwork, Bunny handled the lawyers. She felt like this was her way of asserting her dominance right. as his wife. And I didn't understand it. $500,000? Like, what do you care? Either you get it or you don't. Who cares? It just didn't... I'm worth more than that. How? What did you do oh, to prove this? Y'all, y'all been together for like two seconds. I know I was exaggerating exactly. that. Exactly. I, I guess I don't understand why you are. And maybe this could be another one, listeners, if there's something that we just don't understand in us because we po. But I guess I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think you have to be rich to get this. Like, I don't. Even when Miranda told her this is standard, like everybody should get a prenup. Look, I'm a firm believer. Anybody with money should get right. a prenup. I don't care if you marry money or you marry somebody who don't have money. Get a prenup. If you have something that's worth anything, and you're about to get married, get a prenup. Protect yourself. Protect your assets. Right. That is the only smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me that she was like, I never thought about this. Why? You knew he had money. You knew he was not only a good cardiothoracic surgeon or wherever the hell he is, which means he makes money because he's a surgeon and his heart, he's making right. bank. Okay. He came right. from money. What make you think a prenup would not be a How possibility? You thought he was just going to give you his crap? Right. That doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 junior buyer for Bergdorf Goodman who makes money is gonna have a prenup. Why wouldn't this guy have a prenup? She's really think and y'all haven't even had sex yet, so I don't know why she thought like she was so great that he would not do this to her, but whatever. It was I really feel like this back end was just full of contradictions of character. Right. Okay. But well, maybe we'll talk more about that when we get to our final thoughts. Um, so Charlotte goes through a lot to help Trey with his problem of keeping it up. But didn't she say, I think in season two, that if you love someone, it doesn't matter? Yes. I'm so confused about why if you love someone, it doesn't matter. It matters so damn much. And do you remember her face when he said, that's what I love about you, Charlotte. Sex isn't a big deal or sex. It's not about the sex. Mm-hmm. And she looked like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because she didn't have, she didn't try it out first. Right. That's what the test drive is for, my dear. I just think it's weird that she is going through all this and she's making all these statements about what love is and what's important when you love somebody. But then suddenly all that stuff goes out the window because he doesn't want to have sex with you every night. Right. It's not like she would fill up on him and he'd be like, oh, get off me. He would be willing. You just couldn't keep right. it up. Okay. Find something that works. It just had to be her way. I've, uh, he went to sleep and I almost did something horrible. I almost, you know. 
She almost masturbated next to him. So what? You... Get over right. yourself. Shut up. <laughs> Anywho. Just nuts. You know, someone once asked me, if you hate these people so much, why you love the show? Right. <laughs> Fair question. Listen, I don't even hate them. I just wish they would not act certain ways personally. So the last question comes from, uh, um, let's say L. That sounds good. I don't want to use anybody's real name out there. When Carrie breaks up with Aiden, are we supposed to be rooting for her? Like, are we supposed to cheer for her? Are we supposed to want him to forgive her? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know if they were supposed to root for her, but we are, I think, supposed to hope. Well, this could work. This They could do this. So, right. And the other part of the question is, are we supposed to not, are we supposed to feel so bad for her that we forget what she did to him? I think so. I don't, obviously. Yeah, I, have but a I think huge that's issue expected. With that. <laughs> I do. I have a huge issue. I, You know what? I would like it better if we're supposed to see her as a flawed character who has to grow. Because if you're telling me I have to feel bad for her because he dumped her when he had every right and reason. To dump her? No, I can't. I absolutely cannot. Right. Nope. I feel like we're supposed to see her as like mm-hmm. a, a woman, a grown woman in the 90s who's sexually free, but she took her sexual freedom to a man she was really in love <laughs> with, and Whatever. she just made a decision of the heart. Girl, decision of the loins. Exactly, she made a decision of the loins, and that's it. And I still, I'm still sitting here right now, as sexy as I think Mr. Big is as a character, and for the actor who plays that character, as sexy as Big is supposed to be, I still wouldn't have felt. I wouldn't have fallen for it. I wouldn't have. I would have thought about soon as he kissed me, I'd have had a flashback of. Me throwing a Big Mac in his TV, right. and me coming home and finding out he's engaged. Nope, nope, I don't, nope, that, nope, nope, can't do it. No, nope. that by itself. Mm-mm. Okay, exactly. She has so little self confidence and, and and um self worth. You know her own sense of self worth. Self worth drives me nuts. Right. Okay, so a couple of guest stars. You want to do the guest stars, or do you want to start off the conversation about? Our final thoughts. Um, oh, yeah. We'll just quickly. We do both, actually. Um, some guest stars that we saw. Sarah Michelle Gellar is like the young hip or whatever she was. Oh, like she was trying to help her with the movie. Matthew McConaughey playing himself. Wanted to play big. Hey, by the way, he was funny in it because he said. <laughs> he was. What the fuck is wrong with Carrie? <laughs> What's her problem? <laughs> yeah, he loved big like... and was like, what's Carrie's problem? And it was funny because it was like, you know, she's Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing about LA I like. Right. <laughs> um Hugh Hefner showed up as himself and Kat Dennings was a young Jenny Breyer who hired Samantha to um do her bot mitzvah. Um okay, so final thoughts. What'd you feel? Let's let's overall. What'd you feel? Overall. Overall, so both parts of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like there were way too many filler episodes. Oh my goodness. There were way too many episodes. I was just like, what does it have to do with anything? Everything in LA. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how that fit into any part of the story other than they wanted to shoot in LA. Right. Because maybe they had time. I don't know. Um, I think this season, for it to be so disjointed, I have to think it's going to lead to better things. Mm-hmm. Like, them growing as characters. Because right now, I'm just so disappointed in everybody, to be honest. Samantha's the only one who really sort of stayed true to herself. But the other three were just doing so many things that were so out of character that it really really bothered me. Right. Took me out. What about Um, you? Again, again... Season three, I think we both were like, yay. Um, But like you said, I think my problem with it is the huge number of filler episodes. Yes, I'm loving the Aiden stuff. I'm even enjoying the Charlotte Trey thing. I think what I realized in season three is Mm -hmm. I like them. I feel their development more with their consistent relationships than I do with the one-off guys. I'm okay with them dating one guy and not really necessarily seeing them again. Um, but I just feel like I get more out of them. When I see Miranda with Steve, I learn more about Miranda than I do mm-hmm. when Miranda's desperate for a sandwich mm-hmm. guy on the street. Like Instead, I'm looking at her crazy. <laughs> um, I feel like they kind of, mm-hmm. the writers kind of flop with them a little bit when they're not in a relationship, which that says a lot about the writers. You don't know how to write a woman who's not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What's Except that about? I mean, Samantha. But even then, you still got to throw in little lines like she really wants a relationship, you know? Um, I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes I question what it is they were trying to do with the show. I thought, again, like we said when we first started this podcast, this was the show that made it, like, okay to be, like, sexually free and even talk about it. it but at the same time, you keep making them all want a relationship. So I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Who, what you want us to leave this with. Right. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with them wanting to have a relationship after they meet somebody right. they like. But for them to be sitting around at lunch, eating their toast points, lamenting about not having a relationship is just stupid. Right. Um, I enjoy it. Like I said, I, I, I didn't overall enjoy it. It, it, it definitely drops off and not just because Aiden's not present it just drops off it feels like okay we yeah very abruptly do more so here's more um mm-hmm. so I'm I'm looking forward to the next one because I do know I know four I do know I know season four a little bit better four yeah four is definitely it's so funny because we when you talk about tv Especially nowadays, like I, I didn't used to hear it as a term a lot before, but now on the TV I watch, I hear it like the jump in the shark, and I really feel like three is like where they jump the shark, but somehow they sexually <laughs> right. landed by the time four came. Right, and it was because four, five, and six are some of the best episodes. Four, five, right. and six. I really, I, I some of the best writing. I, I enjoy these. We get to see some, some, some really interesting stuff. I had to mm-hmm. do my peak. Actually, I did a peak, you know, when I was finishing three. I was like, what's what in store for me for four? Because three wasn't what I expected. <laughs> Let me look at some thumbnails. See what you're, okay. All right, James Raymar. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Eight and, oh, okay, okay, cool. I'm looking look, forward to the future. My boot, James Raymar, 
when he right. come up forget yeah, about this it. i'm ready for like we're about to get some really good right. stuff we're gonna get some really some short-lived um relationships but really built right. characters in these women i can't wait for what's yeah. about to come I hope we I'm so excited right. about it. This is all the stuff whenever it's on E. These are the episodes these are, I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't care what I was just watching this brand new. These I'm watching ones. this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to point out that we started it off saying uh, this is Carrie's pretty season. We're pretty much ending it saying this is her dirt season. Um, so. <laughs> exactly. God, Carrie has such high hopes for you. And look, I really don't want anybody to get it twisted. I do not have a problem with the woman having the sexual encounters that she has. I don't have a problem with somebody making a lot of the decisions that she makes. I have a problem with her pretending like she's better than she is. And I have a problem, I have a huge problem with her cheating on Aiden. Right. Not that anybody deserves it, but damn it, him? Right. And then to like end up in the relationship with Big and in the relationship, because like, look, you, you got caught by his wife. He still wants to be with you. You t- you don't tell Aiden the truth. Go be with Big. No, let me go to LA and hook up with this loser Vince Vaughn. No offense, Vince Vaughn. Not I don't you. mean you're a loser. I just mean that character, because he was a liar. Right. I just think, yeah, in four, five, and six, she makes some better decisions. Few more, but. It, it, it'll be funny if, as we watch these again, because uh, Leon and I were talking about this, about how when you just watch something, you don't necessarily think about character motivation or where is this going or things like that. You're just watching right. it for a good time. But now as we watch this so that we can sort of talk about it, we're really delving into who these people are and finding out and like thinking about things that we never thought about before. So it'll be interesting if we watch four, five, and six, and then go. So that's what the right. writers were doing right. in one, right. two, and three. <laughs> see. That's see what was happening. I don't know that that's what be what happened when we do it, but it'll be interesting if that is what we come right. up with. Agreed. But yeah, not a horrible season, but I do have to say, if our ranking right now, it would probably be um, my last. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My my least favorite okay. so far. Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just had way too many filler episodes. Okay. But yeah. Well, that was a fun one. So this was a wonderful conversation. I didn't think we would have a lot to really talk about because you're we both so upset. Remember we texted each other like, <laughs> oh my God, I just want to like punch Carrie in her throat. She's really pissing me off right now. Right. So I'm glad we were able to like get some of our frustration out, right? <laughs> about it. Um, so uh, you can catch us on the interwebs at fandomcity.com. You can also catch us on Facebook on Fandom City. I think it's like Facebook.com/slash/FandomCity or something fancy like that. <laughs> I don't know technology. Um, you can also you can catch me on Twitter. I am the City Sheriff. And I and am Leona. Alderman Leona X. Um, and you can find all of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Pretty much everywhere. <laughs> like we're universal, baby. 
Yeah. You can also catch um the official Fandom City Twitter account. It's um Fandom City Mayor. Mayor. Fandom City Mayor. I always get it wrong. I just want to say what the email address is. I'm so That's terrible. Okay. But yeah, so like we're pretty much everywhere. Um, give us a shout out if you're liking the show. Tweet us, let us know. We'd love to hear it. Or hit us up on Facebook. Send us an email. Be your fan of city. You have some feedback. My friend, I know you're going to listen to this, and I, you've heard me call you out about Aiden. So please, so please, please get back to us and Holla. explain to us. I we will feature your response. <laughs> I got to hear We this. will feature your response at the beginning of our next episode. Yeah, because we need to understand. We may not fully understand. We need right. to hear it. Hear it. That way we need to hear it. So, yeah. <laughs> Until next time, this has been great. I am T, the Phantom City Share. Alderman Leona X. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>